You're listening to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast, Episode 89. Welcome to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast, where growth and spirituality create an enhanced life's journey. Balancing life with the wisdom of Egun, Ifa, and Arisha in our everyday lives. I am your host, Yvonne. Welcome to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast. I am your host, Yvonne. Thank you for spending some of your time with me to talk about all things Orisha, spirituality, and growth. So this is going to be a really good episode. I am sure many of you know this, but maybe not. So this might be a very good episode to grab a cup of coffee or tea or something good to nice water. And let's chat before we get started with our episode. I want to give a disclaimer, so don't kill me, but we are going to be talking about money, boundaries with your godparent. And this episode is going to, hopefully this won't be as long, but this comes from personal experience as well as talking to many others who have been through similar situations in their personal lives. Because now when you are going into this area, it is spilling from the spiritual into your personal life. But before we do that, if I know that I have kind of alluded to this on the from I love Arisha things and also on the podcast, I think I may have said this over and over, but Olubumi Creations is gone. And there are particular reasons why this is no longer going to be in play. It was beautiful while I had it, and now I have very personal reasons why Olubumi Creations is going. So I, before even doing this episode, I had to record the new Olubumi Creations sponsorship (laughs) bit, and I just wanted to tell you all, for those of you who have loved Olubumi Creations and Olubumi Creation things, you could still love that, but in a different area. So with that, let's listen to a brand new sponsor for this episode. This episode is brought to you by Your Spiritual Things. Olubumi Creations has said its last goodbye, and Your Spiritual Things is here for you. Do you love Orisha and spiritual things? Me too. This is why I created a space which is dedicated to creating spiritual things. From original artwork, especially calligraphy and lettering pieces, which you can have on your walls. From the 16 Megis to sayings about the Orishas. How about having a great saying of your favorite art on a mug or a t-shirt? Because why not? There are cards, 
decals, Orisha offering dishes, which are all made per order by hand. And look out for limited offerings. There is something for many of the Orishas and spiritual folks. And if you don't see something, reach out and let's see what creative spiritual awesomeness we can create for you. Your Spiritual Things was made because going to a store to get something nice for someone in the traditions is hard. And there is too much of the same out there, like the same art over and over. Check us out by going to www.orishawisdom.com forward slash Yvonne. And that is I, V as in Victor, O, N as in Nancy. This is Orisha art and spiritual art made by an Orisha worshiper for Orisha worshipers of the world with your spiritual things. I hope you like it. I'm very proud of it. (laughs) The recording was fun to make like, dang it, how do we switch? But we had to switch. And your spiritual things is open. Um, there is a couple of newer things that are coming. I was actually considering doing keychains like um, Arisha or sayings on a keychain. I don't know. What do you all think? I didn't want to start purchasing any materials if nobody wants it. You know how that goes. But there it goes. I'm very proud of that. Now, with that. Let's jump into this episode. I still haven't figured out what I'm going to title it, but I'm going to give you the gist of this. Never do business with your godparent. Maybe that should be the title, right? Because of what happened to me this year, um, I am in a very different spot than what I was a year ago exactly even though things were tumultuous last year, it was nowhere what it is right now. And if you do not know, if if you have been out of the loop, there is a particular video out there on YouTube. It's called Omileti, the new phase. And you can find it on the Arisha Wisdom channel. That will probably explain quite a bit. And I think more information will be coming soon because it is going to be pretty difficult to just move on like if nothing ever happened, which brings me to this topic. Now that I have gone from priest to aborisha, I am much more motivated, inclined, inspired to share my pitfalls so that nobody else does them. And I have to say there has to be a separation of things. There has to be boundaries. I think that boundaries has been the main word and what has happened to me because those boundaries were completely gone and it put me in a tough spot. I'm going to use my particular story, but there are many who have reached out to me with their stories on how financial boundaries were not existent and they got into trouble as well. 
You know how much I like stories, so I'm going to tell you one of mine. This year, as you know, my husband asked me for a divorce, which posed a big issue in my personal life because we bought our house with my godmother. And at first, I didn't think anything of it. I loved her very, very much. I would have done it again in a blink of an eye without thinking about it. And why that bit is important, because of course, now we have to start thinking about how to separate our things from each other. So my husband and I, were going to be separating, which means we have to sell the house. When we get to that meeting, so I think it was on a Monday or Tuesday that my husband told me he wanted a divorce. Six days later on that Sunday is when, yeah, so it was a Monday, it's when the meeting that was scheduled for the sale of the home was done. And this is when I say every single day, because for folks who do not believe, and when Orisha tells you things, like take it to the bank if it's a reputable priest because it's going to go down that way. I was told, be careful, something is going to happen in that meeting that it's going to be with your finances. And more came along, which over time, it really did show itself. And this is the meeting where my godmother, Oshun Fumilayo, she accuses me and my husband of embezzlement. And I'm going to say, because that's how it was, however, the video in itself, like if, if you were there, you would see that they both were just, this was not a surprise that that was going to happen. And I should have been blindsided, but Alegba had already said something major is coming. Please be careful. And there went that. So, of course, I got an attorney the very next day. That is when I booked my attorney. And that's when it was shown, well, you did not embezzle anybody. Don't worry about it. We can totally do this. Okay, not a problem. But this now brings us to this episode today in the month of December of 2022. Oh, by the way, for anybody who is listening, they're going to be like, nope, that's not true. Listen, if you want to call me a liar, that's okay. There is a video which they recorded and all of it will be there. So definitely not a lie. This is exactly how it happened and brings me to this episode. I have like a couple of notes. So I just want to let me bend my little mic open over here. Okay. I wrote here, there has to be a separation of money. There has to be boundaries. I put that like in really big letters. And if this isn't enough, there there has to be a clear boundary between your finances and this person who is entrusted to your spiritual world. I shared with you the story of the embezzlement accusation. And here's a a smaller one, so I can show you where I'm going with this. 
because she bought half the house, um, she had the upstairs loft. However, that was going to be for her retirement. So believe it or not, I took up that entire space because it was an open space. And I figured I'm not going to have it for long, but as long as I can, all my artwork is going to be there. And I remember that this was an area of arguments between my husband and I, because he would constantly remind me how my godmother has put up so much money for us. And I literally wrote down that he would always remind me that she spends a lot of money on us on Christmas, that she has purchased a lot of expensive gifts for us. And of course, that she put up half of the money to buy the house that we were currently living on. I literally wrote that down because I just wanted to put those things down. What I want to share is, when you are doing business with someone, there are clear lines. Like they're not going to rub in your face whether you did your nails the other day or not. That never happened. I'm just using that as an example. They wouldn't do that because that is a business arrangement that you have with this person. However, when you are going into any form of business, and when I mean business doesn't mean we're going to go run a business together. That's not what I mean. I mean more like money. When you're now going to do something with money, with a person who is your spiritual leader, the lines immediately, you just blurred them. So I take accountability for that because I should have known, but I didn't. I really thought this was going to be a person that I was going to have in my life for the rest of my life. And that is how I went into it. Naivete, you say. I understand that, but it's not going to happen again. And I don't want it to happen to anyone else. So I'm going to give you a couple of pieces of advice. Advice number one. Have a budget for your gifts for this godparent. For example, let's say that this person is an Olorisha, right? That is an Orisha priest. There are at least, at least two spiritual things that you are responsible for. Their Cariocha anniversary, that is the day that they crowned, and the Orisha date of their crown. So for Chango, I believe it was December 4th. Let's say your godparent was born with a crown of Chango, then be sure to remember that date because that godparent may want to do something on that date for their Orisha. So at least those two, and they're not going to be big gifts. It's going to be coconut, yams, fruits, honey, stuff like that that we bring in for the Orisha. It will not be a bulk of money. If it's going to be a small amount of money, it's going to be a small Ashadi. It's not going to be a lot of money. So if anybody tells you that your Ashadi for the birthday is $250 or even 121 I never heard of the 121 so don't kill me. But if that is said, I would run. That is not usually the case. I haven't heard it. So anybody, I'm open to listening to the community to see what is correct and what is not. For Earth birthdays, I would do a nominal amount going forward. Or for Christmas, a, a card or something small as well. 
I used to always hear the commentary that, you know, your godmother always spends so much money on Christmas. So, you know, let's try to give the best that we can. Or, you know, don't, don't, um, like, don't forget her because she always gives to you. And sometimes it was very tight financially, but other, and I always said this for years, between everybody in my world for years, my husband would get the best gift as the kids, but it was mostly my husband. He would get the most money of mine spent and she would be the secondary one that would get the most. And it was mostly because I was trying to make it even for the money that she was spending on myself, my two small children, the dog, of course, my husband. And I didn't, I, you know, like I wanted to even that out. But if you create a budget, let's say it's 20 bucks. And with 20 bucks, you could send something really, really nice for somebody's birthday. You just have to shop in advance, but you could do it. But at least no one will rub anything in your face. Now, although I call it about money, business endeavors should never happen between a godparent and a godchild. The lines, again, will be crossed. And what I'm finding is that when it comes to the relationship, the dynamics between a godchild and a godparent, they will change. It is very, very difficult. And I am still searching, but I haven't heard one instance where a business deal was made between a godparent and a godchild. And it's been perfect from the beginning, or at least because there's nothing that's perfect, but that it has survived. I haven't heard it yet. Maybe a long, long time ago, but I haven't heard one yet as of now. When it comes to dealing with godparents, they, the dynamics will change. And what I have found all across the board from people that I have spoken to, people that I have gotten to know, people that I have met over the years, is that for some reason, when you're dealing with a godparent and money is involved, I, I just, I wish I could say that this is not true. So if this is not you, please don't kill me and curse me out from wherever you are drinking your tea from. But I find that godparents will start exerting their rank on the godchild over money. And this is what I saw when I was charged. Well, I wasn't charged, but I was threatened to be charged with embezzlement in court, which I had to pay money to go find out if this was true, which it wasn't. And still, I was willing to make amends, which was so bizarre. My attorney's like, you're not making amends. There's nothing to make amends for. But I found that tactic was beyond heartbreaking. Not only do you have to deal with the husband who's telling you they don't want to be with you anymore, but your godmother is telling you that you stole from her. And meanwhile, this is an agreement that was done seven years ago. I say, in order to avoid future heartache, don't get into any financial deal with your person that you are hoping 
to to have guide you spiritually. The spiritual guide is very separate than your bank account. You are going to be paying this person for readings, initiations, ceremonies, and whatnot. You're going to do that. I mean, that's part of it. But this is separate. You're already paying them for Ileka's warriors, readings, ebos, rogations, everything else that you're going to need. There is no requirement for you to do much more than Orisha anniversaries, really. If you really look at it, the only thing you are responsible for is the anniversary celebration of the thing that they gave you. And when I say thing, it, that would be like, um, I don't know, if they give you warriors. If they gave you warriors and they're doing something for warriors, that's your job to be there. If they gave you um, ileques, then if they're doing an elected ceremony, you should make it your business to be there. But it doesn't mean to pay money each and every time. I think boundaries need to be set. Even for, let's say that your godparent is a jungle. I'm just using it because the date just passed. And you want to send something for their jungle because you're not crowned. That's okay. You send whatever you feel and you can afford to get. Normally, this I'm finding across, they will tell you in advance, here's the list. Here's the list that you can choose from to bring to this house on Chango Day or my anniversary. You choose and you go in. Or you ask, especially for the anniversary, what needs to be brought in and you bring that. But you, anything else extra is really should come from you and you alone. It shouldn't be forced and that's it. But when it comes to business, that means getting into a financial situation with the finances of your godparent. I say don't do it. Do not buy a sandwich together because I don't want to hear, well, your sandwich is bigger than mine and I paid for half of it. So therefore I should have two extra bites of yours. And it sounds really silly, but I've heard this in other situations with other godparents and godchildrens and the, the, the arguments that they have had and the breakups, the literally the spiritual house over money. I think looking back with my crystal ball, I would have never purchased a house. Looking back, it would have been tough, but I think I could have done it on my own. I should have done it on my own. That way it's a lot easier to manage the separation and everything else, I wouldn't have gone through the the heartbreak of being accused of embezzlement. That was a very shocking thing to me personally. Never, never have I done anything to warrant that. And I don't want anybody to feel the way I did. And I... Do not feel that it is great or fair to to have anybody go through that. And how do we avoid it, us, as alejos, aborishas, and even priests who are thinking of hooking up. Hooking up not means like sexually or dating. Like getting... 
the spiritual relationship with another godparent to ever get into that trouble. Let's see. I just want to make sure that I have. Oh, lastly. So definitely no doing any business transaction other than I am paying you X amount for, let's say, ilekes for rogation, for a bill. That's the only transactions that we are going to have. Another thing that I want to talk about is no borrowing or lending between godparent and godchild. Again, the lines get blurred when it comes to money. And I don't know what money does to people. And I think it's more of a money mentality that people have that it's, it's really shocking on how quickly families, friends, people dissolve their relationships over money. So in order to avoid it, sorry, I can't lend you that or I can't let you borrow that. If I'm going to give you something, I'll just give it to you and call it a day. But even then, you might have some soreness afterwards if you give somebody money and they, I don't know, they squander it and do whatever it is. So this episode is not as long, I'm hoping, <laughs> but it deals with money and your spiritual guide. Other than the service that they provide for you and yearly recognition of their crown or initiation or orisha, there really shouldn't be anything else unless you want to send them a small gift and keep it like that. Very small. So that Nothing gets rubbed in your face, which hurts, so that they don't exert their, well, I'm your godmother or godfather, or they're your godmother, you got to do for them. It doesn't work that way. You're already going to be paying a derecho for the things that you are going to get, and that's enough to save anybody else from heartache when it comes to money, leave them separate. Yours is yours and theirs is theirs. There is the res the spiritual responsibility that you have for acknowledgement and it's still not a lot of money. Do not get into any purchase of anything. I don't care if it's a go-kart. Don't do it. Don't do it. Do not buy any property or anything with your godparent. This is not to be done. This thing, I'm going to buy this and this is for you and it's a grand gift. That's not acceptable. And that is where lines begin to blur. I know in an upcoming episode, we're going to talk about living with your godparent. And I want to gather a couple of details before that one comes out. But that's another one where money is involved as well. Living with your godparent, that can cause some challenges. So look for that episode in the near future. Short and easy. Don't do it. <laughs> I was trying to think of something very poetic to say, don't do it. Do not get into any type of financial business with your godparent. Don't do it. The end. It'll avoid you a lot of trouble. I just, I'm very inclined to do this so that it doesn't keep happening. And I thought I was in a good space and I would have defended it years ago. It just didn't turn out that way. However, when it comes to money, don't do it. Have clear, clear boundaries. All right. 
you have reached the end of this episode. Have you found value in what I do and this content? Only if you can, check out my Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash Yvonne. That would be I-V as in Victor O and as in Nancy underscore reborn. And you will have access to the podcast before they are published to the public and other perks as exclusive content, private conversations where we do different types of calls. And of course, you will get kudos here on the podcast for the world to hear. But only if you are able to and you want to support, come and support the Arisha Wisdom Podcast. And I can't wait to see you there. I thank you in advance for your support as it truly has helped this podcast with the cost so that I can create more content. I would also like to say thank you for the community, for just being the wonderful community that you are. And as you know, if you enjoyed this episode or you think somebody else should hear it, especially this one, somebody that may be doing something with a godparent financially and you're like, oh my God, no, the artist formerly known as Omiletti is saying, don't do it, don't do it. I really am, don't do it. Forward this share this so that others may be able to at least get heads up. I wish that I would have known better, but since everything was so insular in our egg bay, I didn't talk to anybody about that. It was just once the decision was done, that's it. It was done. We were moving, we were buying a house and all these other things have happened in between. Just, I don't know. I'm this episode is is moving, but I'm more excited so that other people will not fall like I did. If also you like spiritual things, I have to be putting up more things. Check out your spiritual things instead of Olubumi Creations. The link is going to be put up on orishawisdom.com forward slash Yvonne so that you're able to go hang out. Again, check out basically that information link, a lot of more changes are coming. Stay tuned for the next couple of episodes where we are going to be discussing other topics when it comes to trying to stay in a healthy environment while you are going through this spiritual journey. I cannot wait. Until next time, may the elevated ancestors and all Orisha bless you immensely. Odabo. Thank you for listening to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes at orishawisdom.com forward slash podcast. Can't get enough of Orisha Wisdom? Check us out at orishawisdom.com and subscribe to our community. Remember, the wisdom of Egun, Orisha, and Ifa is all around us. Be blessed and until next time.